We live in a world filled with people. Now, you may ascend into the woods of the Appalachian Forest or descend into the depths of the Atlantic Ocean to get as far away from people as possible. However, if you live a relatively normal life, you'll spend a lot of time with people. Without people, namely your parents, of course, you wouldn't have been born. We are surrounded by people from birth to death, whether family members, friends, or coworkers. It may be the homeless man you pass on the street or the woman you marry at the altar. Regardless of who it is, our lives are filled with people and God cares very deeply about how we treat them. God does not allow us to live in the realm of spiritual elitism while ignoring the flesh and blood around us. Christianity is not an ethereal religion. It is tangible. It is real. It is about how we speak to, live with, and treat each other. The final six commandments teach us that loving God requires that we love others. The first four show us how to love God with all of our heart, soul, and strength. And the final six show us how to love our neighbor. Better said, it shows us that you cannot love God with all of your heart if you do not first love your neighbor. The first of these neighbor-centered commandments begin with the very first neighbor you had, your parents. Whether or not you love your neighbor is most clearly seen in first whether or not you honor your parents. Your parents see you at your best and your worst. They don't just get the you that everybody else gets when you're cleaned up and when you look right and all of these things. Your parents see you for who you are. And how you treat your parents reveals your heart really to everybody else. Because if you do not honor them and if you do not respect them, the truth is you probably don't really honor and respect everyone else either. To love God, we must love others. And to love others, we must honor our parents. That's why the fifth commandment says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. This first neighbor-centered commandment shows us how to love our parents, how to honor them. And it's so important. Now, I understand that everybody's relationship with their parents is different. Not everyone has the good relationship with their parents like I have. Some have dishonorable parents. Some have absent parents. There are others who have aging parents or may have already passed away. Now, whatever situation and circumstance and context you find yourself in, the truth is we all must heed and take notice of what this command teaches us because whether or not you have parents that you live with or maybe you've moved out, maybe they're aging or maybe they've passed or even are absent, we all require to obey this commandment as much as we can for the glory of God. So let's start by examining what it means to honor thy father and thy mother. Honor is an interesting word. It can be used as a noun, verb, or adjective. You can give honor, be honored, or feel honored. We have honor societies and honorary doctorates. Say amen right there. You can receive the Medal of Honor in America. We may use honor in sentences like these. We're honored that you would come eat with us. I'm honored to be able to speak with you this evening. It is an honor to attend the University of North Carolina. We are 
going to honor this lady for her 40 years of work at the bank. Honor is also exalted and commanded throughout God's word. God is chiefly concerned with the getting of his own honor. God will honor those who honor him in 1 Samuel 2.30. Older men and women are to be honored in both the Old and New Testament. Psalm 8 and verse 5 describes man as being crowned with glory and honor. 1 Peter 1, 1 Peter teaches us to honor all men, honor the king, and for husbands to honor their wives. Revelation concludes the Bible by describing the honor that Christ will receive at the end of the age. So honor is an important word in the Bible, and it is used regularly in our society. But what does it actually mean? This is one of those words that is used a lot, but we don't really sense the weight of it. The fifth commandment is all about honoring our parents, and we must first discover what it means to honor in the first place, what the word means. Now, we may feel the weight of it even more when we understand that the Hebrew word here gives the idea of weight and heaviness. To honor something or someone is to give weight to them. Philip Ryken defined this word as being, it is the Old Testament word for the Old Testament uses for the glory of God, for the heaviness of his divine majesty. To honor one's parents, therefore, is to give due weight to their position. It is to give them the recognition they deserve for their God-given authority, end quote. To honor your father and mother, then, is to recognize that they hold a God-ordained, God-given position of authority in your life. And to do that, it is first and foremost a matter of the heart. Before we do all of those things that we may naturally consider to be honoring our parents before taking out the trash, cleaning the dishes, or mowing the lawn, this honor begins in the heart. It is natural to treat someone differently that you respect. And if there are any people that we should treat differently out of respect, it must be our parents. They are not worthy of this because they are sinless, perfect individuals. None of us will be until we see Christ. They are worthy of it because they stand in a God-ordained role. Now, is this how you view your parents? Do you see them as honorable or as simply your clothing, house, and food providers? Do you see them as worthy of respect or someone who doesn't really know what's going on? Now, you may walk into church with a smile on your face and Bible in hand, wearing your drippiest outfit, you may be the kindest individual to the rest of the world, but it is a facade if you do not view and treat your parents like this. It is impossible to love your neighbor beside you unless you love your parents that live with you. Before we look at the practical ways for how we can obey this command, we must pay attention to how we may violate it. We don't give our parents the weight they deserve when we complain, gripe, and gossip about what they said or did to our friends. We don't honor them when we listen to their counsel and advice half-heartedly. We don't honor them when we treat their counsel with levity or speak to them as if they are simply a buddy. Now, we don't honor them when we act like, speak like, or live like we know better than they do. Now, while there are unwise and dishonorable parents, for most of us, the truth is God has given us parents that are far better than we deserve. I know I can say that. We should view them with this honor and respect 
because of who they are and the position God has given them. More than likely, there's going to come a day in your life when you are still here and they have passed away. You will not look back and regret honoring, loving, and respecting them. But you would look back and despise the days of ignoring, ignoring, dishonoring, and treating them lightly. Brothers and sisters, our parents are a wonderful gift from God, and we should view them and treat them as such. Now, we know better what honor means now, but how do we obey this commandment? In addition to the hard aspect of it, what are some practical ways we can do this? It's interesting that the fifth commandment does not give vivid details and description about what honoring your parents looks like. God does not specifically say you honor your parents by doing this, that, and the other. The word is rather general. As one commentator noted, it is an open-ended commandment inviting children to respond in any way that honors parents. It is an open-ended commandment because there are really no bounds to how a person can honor their parents. This is not reserved for theorizing in the fifth floor seminary classroom. You will not find out what it means to honor mom and dad by buying a new book on being a good child. The trendiest Instagrammer may have a reel on parenting or being a good child, but you won't find out what it means to honor your parents there. I realized something as I thought about how to understand, explain, and apply this commandment. You may be with me in this. It's hard to use only words to describe what it means to honor our parents, even though we've seen that it means to add weight to them in the beginning. But we don't really need to define what it means by words. We need to see what it means by action. The truth is we don't need a concise, cute definition of this word because it is not a concise and cute commandment. We could say what honoring our parents is by saying what it's not. However, I'd much rather show you what it means in positive ways. You see, honoring our parents looks like a simple yes ma'am when you're asked to do a menial chore. It looks like my grandpa visiting my great grandma every day until her death while she was in the rest home. It looks like the busy fireman who mows the yard for and cares for his aging mother and is there whenever she needs him. It looks like the son or the daughter taking out the trash, picking up their clothes, or putting up the dishes when they are asked to. It looks like checking on your mom even though she's aging, even though she's got all of these different things going on. It looks like caring for them in any way that you can, in various ways, and through various means. It is a very open-ended commandment because there are open-ended ways that we can obey this commandment. And you may not be able to put into words a clear, concise definition of what it means to honor mom and dad, but the truth is the best way we know how to do this is because we have seen it done before us. I've seen it done by my parents. I've seen it done by my grandparents. I've seen it done by the people that I go to church with. I've seen this commandment exemplified and obeyed, and it is obeyed through various ways and through various means. It begins with a respect from the heart, and it is displayed by actions in our life. This is how we honor our parents. We honor them by respecting them from the heart and by serving them and loving them in any way that we can. 
But the verse in the command does not stop there. God wants us to know that this command is very good for us. He told Israel that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That's where the verse ends. Now, this is probably the most positive commandment of all of them. Because God does not say, now, if you don't do this, I will judge you. Instead, God says, if you do do this, then I will bless you. God urges obedience in this commandment because it was very good to obey. Now, whatever we make of the promise at the end of this verse, one part is undeniable. It is very good to honor your parents. There's no downside to it. You cannot obey this command for the glory of God and find out that it was worse for you to obey it. Now, we must ask an important question. Does this promise guarantee that those who obey this command will have a long physical life? I think to understand this promise, we need to recognize first the covenantal nature of it. God had promised to give Israel a physical land, the land of Canaan. And this commandment was connected to their covenantal conditional blessing and length of time in the land. It was reiterated in Deuteronomy 5.16. Furthermore, the general promise about prolonging their days in the land was connected to all of the commands of Deuteronomy 5 verses 32 and 33. In other words, God's blessing would be upon Israel as they were a people who honored father and mother. This is how important this commandment was to God. God's people would be blessed with length in the land if they honored their parents. Now, that is the covenantal aspect of it, but there's also a New Testament aspect of it because in Ephesians 6 and verse 3, when Paul tells children to honor their parents and obey them, he says in verse 3 that it may be well with thee and that thou mayst live long on the earth. So it wasn't just for Israel, but when this command is repeated in the New Testament, God also says thou mayst live long on the earth. Now we have a bit of a predicament here because there are dishonorable children who live to be a hundred, and there are very good kids who die at eight. So does this mean that if you obey God, then you'll have a long life? Or does this mean that God isn't telling us the truth here? Or maybe it is that we haven't really properly understood what this is saying here. This is not a be-all and end-all promise that if you do this, God will give you a very long, very happy life on the earth. Because ultimately, if we take this devoid of the context of the whole Bible, we may think that that is what God is saying in this verse. However, we know that our times are in his hand. And God is the one who is sovereign over the length of our life. There are good kids who die young, and there are bad kids who live a long life. So what do we do with this? I think the best explanation from my studying and my reading and it's the best understanding that I have of it right now, and my understanding of it and my grasp of it may grow over time, but I think the best explanation for it right now is this, that it is far better to obey your parents and to honor them than it is to not do it. As I said earlier, you will not come to the end of your life and regret having done this. You will not stand before God and regret having honored your parents' own the earth, it is far better to do this than to not. Kevin DeYoung concluded his chapter on the fifth commandment in his book on the Ten Commandments with four very practical statements that we can make to honor 
our parents. I want to conclude here because I think this shows us that it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be this huge gesture, but we can honor our parents by very simple ways. So I want to show you these and then we'll end this week's episode. The first thing he said you can say is, yes, mom, or yes, dad. Now, this may apply to those of us more who live at home, but when we're asked to do something or when our parents say, hey, can you do this, whatever it may be, respond by a simple yes. I'll go do that. If you grew up like I did in the South, the natural response you're taught from a kid is yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Imagine what that would do for your parents' heart for them to hear you say that instead of, oh, I have to do that again. Say yes, mom. Say yes, dad. Obey them like that. The second thing he said was to say thank you, dad, or thank you, mom. Imagine what that would do for them to just get a simple thank you. Now, I was also taught from a young age that whenever somebody gives you anything, you say thank you. But perhaps we often take for granted what our parents do for us and how they love us more than we realize. Now, we appreciate it. We're grateful for it. But we need to just simply tell them thank you. Say thank you for what you do for me. Thank you for how you love me. So say yes, say thank you. But also he said, say I'm sorry. Instead of being puffed up and being arrogant when you do something and you mess up and you sin against them, just return and say, you know what, mom, dad, I'm sorry. I did not speak to you like I should have. Because though we all want to obey this commandment, the truth is we are going to dishonor our parents from time to time. We're going to say something to them. We're going to say something about them. We're going to give them a look. We're going to do something that doesn't honor them. And when you do, say, I'm sorry. I guarantee they're going to respond and say, yes, I forgive you, son. I forgive you, daughter. Just say, I'm sorry. And finally, he said, say hello. Now, for those of us who live at home, this is a little bit different. But for those of you who have moved out or married, or maybe you have aging parents who are still living, the simple thought of saying hello to your parents, whether by calling them, texting them, visiting them, bringing the kids around or something, would make a huge impact on their life in honoring them. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be great. Just a simple, hey, mom, I was thinking about you. How are you doing today? Listen to what happened in my life today. Listen to what happened in my kid's life today. We can honor them by simply saying hello. So say yes. Say thank you. Say I'm sorry and say hello. These four statements show us the practical nature of what it means to honor our parents. So I encourage you to take one of those statements, whatever it may be, whatever stage of life you are maybe in it, and say those to your mom. Say those to your dad at some point this week. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Taught by Grace podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I hope you will consider subscribing and leaving a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to it on. So I hope you will join me next week on the next edition of the Taught by Grace podcast.